You know what time it is. It's time for another episode of the Jungle Gyms Podcast. I'm your host, Mark. Welcome to the show. It's Thanksgiving week, people. Are you prepared? Well, if not, you can watch a video that we put out on YouTube. Actually, we made it for you last year, but we've pushed it again on socials. I want to help save your last minute Thanksgiving if you were unprepared. It's a great time. It's actually one of my more favorite videos that we've produced here uh, since uh, Lucky to have been making this stuff. It was, it's a good one. I think it's funny. It reminds me of my old content I used to make where sometimes I just like to kind of shout at an audience, but I mean it in a sweet way. Uh, as always, thanks for tuning into the show. Thank you for uh, listening on the audio platform. And if you haven't yet, come convert over to YouTube. You know, it's the same thing, but then occasionally you can watch it if you want. I put mine on the back browser in the background. And then if I'm like, oh, what's he looking at? I can click over for a second. I think it's a good move. Check that out. Do me that solid. Listen, this episode's packed this week. It's packed with uh, $2.99 King's Hawaiian Rolls. So you know what? Before we even go any further, let's just talk about one of the best deals we have in the store. Uh, Meet everybody from King's Hawaiian. Hey. How are you? I'm doing awesome. Uh, Tony, why don't you tell us who you are and why are you in my studio right now? Uh, my name is Tony Ranello, and I am here today because we are building the world's largest King's Hawaiian display at Jungle Gyms. <laughs> Can you give, I, and now I have video playing while they're watching this right now that I'm going to, I've shot out in the store of the display. Can you give us an idea of like the scale of this if they can't see from the video? To be honest, I lost count, but <laughs> after about 10 pallets of product and they just kept coming and coming and coming. So exactly, yeah. we've got thousands and thousands of packages. Here I, I, when I saw you rolling, out that last one i was like oh they are really taking this very seriously but i love the luau theme you've got the, the fun little uh hey. yeah you came yes. prepared yep. handing out lays right i have a little the little luau uh not tent what am i thinking of though tiki like, hut tiki hut thank you so much i'm like yeah. oh my gosh yeah. i haven't been to hawaii recently enough this is a great opportunity for those of you out there to send me to Hawaii. Uh, tell us a little bit about the King's Hawaiian brand. I'm sure, listen, listen, Tony, King's Hawaiian is responsible conservatively for about 30% of my body weight. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it cranks up to about 40% this time of year. Uh, but for anyone out there that has not experienced your delicious products, what would you tell them? I would tell them they are irresistible. They are sweet yet a little bit savory. They are light as a cloud and fluffy as a pillow, and they are great for anybody's Thanksgiving table. Yeah. And you will not find a price better than what we've got here at Jungle Gyms. I, that actually blew my mind. A again, as somebody that buys your product frequently, when I saw the price, which I'll tell everybody right now, we've got them on sale. Uh, it's the standard packages and their other ones were, what was the other one the that's 12, also- We've got the 12 count rolls for $2.99. Insane. And then we have our round bread, which is where, how it all started for King's Hawaiian. Huh. Those are $4.99. Okay, so wait, what are the, what's the round bread? What am I, am I, have I been missing out? The round bread is a whole loaf that is, is round in, in shape and depth. And people use it for dips, for oh, okay. you know, uh, spinach dip, and di lots of different applications for Is holidays. it one piece or is one it scored? Piece. Okay, cool. One piece. Oh, that yeah. sounds awesome. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> All right. Day both made and ruined at this point. I was like, I'm trying to eat as many carbs as possible. I'm on the opposite <laughs> of a low-carb diet. It's only carbs. Yeah. That is amazing. Well, you know, I brought this up. 
uh, while we were off air, but I feel like it's worth mentioning now on air. And I know yeah. these aren't necessarily part of the special, but I do want to shout out another one of my new favorite products from you, which are the pretzel sandwich rolls. Mm, yes, yes. Those are crazy good. Very, very popular. Uh, we launched those a little over a year ago, and uh, it's the only pre-salted uh, pretzel bun on the market. Very soft, savory, great for sandwiches, great for making sliders, oh, yeah. uh, great snack just to eat. I was just going to say, you know, go ahead. I found myself eating a few in the car <laughs> on way to the next store. Oh, so, of course. That's yeah. usually the move. I was joking. I was on my way to a commercial shoot recently, and that was one of those where I'm like calling the production team like, hey, what's the, is there food of this? Because I've just, it's been a long day at work. I'm coming to this late night thing. And then on my way out, I saw them. I was like, you know what? Yeah, I could use those for sandwiches. Or maybe more importantly, I could shove them in my face <laughs> while I'm sitting in the parking lot pretending like I'm going to be on time. So, so good. And you really touched on something that I don't think, while I've had a lot of great pretzel buns in my day, the reason that yours stand out to me so much is that they really are that soft. And there's just something refreshing about having, well, you said it before, like kind of pillowy. Yes. You know, you don't yes. get that in a lot of the other competitors. So. Very light, very airy. Yeah. And a great eating experience. Yeah, a pleasure to eat it. <laughs> well, so I got to ask, you have a favorite product in your lineup? Uh, mine is the pretzel slider. Oh, look, I mean, it, I knew we were going to be good friends yeah, today. Yeah. <laughs> the display is so insane here. Seeing that, I was just honestly blown away. I, that's what I like about Jungle Gems. I'm assuming that has to be fun for you all as like vendors, right? Without a question. I mean, where else are you going to try to build the world's largest King's Hawaiian display other than Jungle Gems? I mean, let me throw a little idea at you, Tony, and you don't have to commit to this, and I won't. I say this now, but as I later edit it in my favor, I'm kidding. But uh, I have always wanted to do the world's largest sandwich here, right? And so I'm constantly reaching out to people like yourself to go, hey, I talked to a, I talked to a deli meat company about it. And they seem pretty interested. Here's my pitch. Maybe one day we do the world's largest sandwich on King's Hawaiian products. We're in. We're in. Is it that, is it that easy? Done deal. We're in. You I, name the date, we'll do it. Lou is going to be so excited about this because we've been talking. We're like, who do we get involved in this? And we called, we had Eckridge Meats on the show when we brought them into the store. It's kind of samey thing. They love the idea. So I'm, I'm going to make this happen. It's like, I think we found out, I think we have to get to like 2,500 feet, something insane like that. That's easy to do with Jungle Gym. See? Ah, I like your style. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> Tony, you made my day already. Uh, more importantly, I think you'll make my day when I go, I, I, no one told you this part of the deal, but they're actually, that's going to be my new apartment is inside the display to In give everyone, hut. it's how yeah, big it yeah. is. Oh, that'll just be my patio. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you'll catch me out there sampling, I don't know, maybe some of the cigars from the jungle or something like that. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, okay. So we are running this special through Thanksgiving, right? Yep. So we got a couple weeks on it now. By the time you're watching the show, it may have been gone a little bit, but I'll try and get this clip out to social media beforehand. Great. Um, but no, I'm so glad that you came in to do this. Thank you so much. My and, absolute pleasure. Yeah. yeah. And there shouldn't be anybody's Thanksgiving table that does not have King's Hawaiian on it. Come to Jungle Gyms in Fairfield, Ohio. Yeah. Best price around. It is I mean, again, I know I'm like, I, I, you know, it's sort of like I am paid to be here, right? So let's be clear about that. But that is such a good, I'm excited. You're giving us like 90s prices on that right now. Uh, I guess that's so cool. Uh, hopefully the news will pick this up. And we'll get on there. Come on, everybody. You're out there and you all can hear us okay out there, right? I love it so much. Hey, huge shout out to Keith and Jen also for helping that you're out there. Huh? Yeah. Uh, great work on the display. And again, Tony, thank you so much for everything. Yeah. If we can do anything for you in the meantime, love to have you back anytime. Absolutely. All Let's right. Build that world's largest I'm sandwich. I'm We're back dead for that. Seriously, I can't. Lou is going to be so excited because we've been talking about it so much. 
That's going to be great. Awesome. Well, Tony, thank you for your time. Thank you. Thanks, Kings of Wine. I appreciate it. And I've been eating an absurd amount of rolls already. Thanks for keeping those prices like it's 1998 again. We love you for it. Oh, all right. So, uh, you know, in doing the show, we have fun little things every so often. And you'll meet people on LinkedIn and other people like that. And you, obviously, we build these relationships in the store. And so... Um, I met this guy, Ralph, through AJ, our produce manager, and Ralph works for this company, Ben B. Schwartz, out of Michigan. Uh, Ralph was in the store. Uh, he was a fan of mine, and I was a fan of his. We both had loud shirts on. It was a very fun time. Uh, but I always think it's fun, and hopefully this is something I can get to do in person in the future, because I'd love to go down and see their whole process. I have an open invite from him. But uh, in the meantime, this is, look, this is exciting. When You can't go wrong when someone's like, I love what you do. And I'm like, great, please come on my show. So anyway, uh, say hi to AJ and meet Ralph from, from Ben B. Schwartz Produce. Well, AJ, welcome back to the show, buddy. Hey, Cheers. For, for whom yeah. do the Baja Blasts? Yeah, it's sponsored us. Sponsored by Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have the Pepsi too. Well, Ralph, welcome to the show first <laughs> off. You, yes, you. I very much appreciate it. You know what? I, let, me, I, let me at least try to get in the zone here. I got the there jacket. we go. Yeah, there we go. Competitive jackets. My dream is now yeah. complete. Thank you. <laughs> I'm glad you've set a very low bar for your dreams. <laughs> Ralph, why don't you introduce yourself to the audience? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, well. Uh, Bio and headshot. <laughs> Uh, my name is Ralph Ladderoot. <laughs> I work for a wholesaler, um, produce out of uh, Detroit, Michigan. Uh, the company I work for, I've been there for 20 years. That's a generation. And um, <laughs> yeah, they've been around since 1906. Um, uh, we've been procuring fruit from all over the globe since then. No kidding. Um, we're the first uh, occupant, uh, people don't know about uh, terminals. Okay. That's where your, your produce used to all come from before these massive conglomerate DCs uh, popped up. But... Uh, Built by the Pacific Railroads in oh, cool. 27, 28 is when we moved in. First one's in there. So um, I'm working for a family that's got uh, five generations in. Wow. And um, I handle several commodity lines, uh, national and international sales. I do business uh, up in Canada and, and here throughout the states. And, uh, yeah, procurement with uh, several commodity lines uh, at the company. So, Amazing. Yeah. A little bit of everything. A little bit of everything. A little cool. bit of everything. Uh, personally, uh, kind of a... Wild one. I, I married someone from across the pond over in uh, Central Africa and Zambia. So, cool. Yeah. So uh, kind of, uh, you know, international. That's something that I kind of know. I know a lot of people in that. And, and uh, you know, happy to be here with you guys in Jungle Gym. Oh, my gosh. Of course. Well, thanks for being here. That's right. Uh, the, the voice of a generation. You said generation. I was like, the voice of a generation of Mountain Dew Pepsi. I don't know if they're going to be mad at me or not, but I hope mad would be very fun. Um Hold on, I just lost my train of thought. I'll edit around this. I was just going to ask something. Oh, I know what it was. Okay, so you mentioned terminals. I think I might know about that. Is that kind of like what the bottoms were here? Uh, yeah. So okay. that would have been kind of about the same concept before we basically tore them down to build stadiums. But, right. Um, but yeah, so the road. <laughs> this show's really a commentary about urban development. <laughs> um. Yeah, so... Um, the Detroit terminal is still obviously intact. That's I mean, cool. Even with the like the sign when we went up there, jungle was just kind of like nostalgic about sure like this old building with this old produce terminal sign. I mean, it was pretty it was pretty cool to see his reaction in oh, real yeah. time because that's kind of where he started down in Cincinnati. Mm -hmm. So it was definitely a fun filled trip. Oh, that's awesome. So Ralph, what are some of the what are some of your products that we might be familiar with? And by we, I mean the explain it like I'm five audience that I'm here representing. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
you know, uh, we, we get a lot of short supply from you guys, which is something that uh, we're always trying to grow upon. Um, from blueberries to strawberries, uh, grapes is a, a big thing that uh, we send you guys from time to time. Cool. Um, from vegetables, uh, we're doing a big Michigan deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Say yes to Michigan. Okay. And I know that hurts some of the guys in Ohio. That's only because... Sorry. No, you know what? I was, I'll, so I'll be up there here in a couple days, funny enough. Uh, and the, every time I go to Michigan, I always say that... I'm not from Ohio originally, full yeah. disclosure. Okay. Uh, but people are mad about Michigan because it looks nicer than Ohio does. <laughs> like, you drive across the border and suddenly I'm like, oh, it's been green and nice, that's fine. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, rolling hills? Looks a little <laughs> yes, more manicured. Yes, yes. It's kind of like me in sweatpants versus me in a button-up. You know what I mean? I, I, <laughs> like, I, there's... There's room that. for both. I can understand. You know? <laughs> so uh, we've been able to uh, procure this summer uh, a lot of, like, the greens. Uh, that, that's been a big thing that uh, we've been able to uh, to be able to supply you guys uh, on a weekly basis, trying to keep it fresh, trying to do it right. Mm-hmm. Um, he gives me an order. Uh, it's it's two days uh, from the ground from the time it hits your uh, shelf. So, I mean, that's, that's fresh. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, that's one of the things I think is so cool about here, and I, I have to imagine we're kind of unique in that space, right? Uh, correct, 100%, 100%. I love hearing that. We don't have a warehouse where, like for Kroger and Meyer, you know, the, the stuff before it even goes to the the, sh- the shelf in the stores, it's going to be sitting in a warehouse for quite a bit of time or any of the independents. I mean, it could be several days uh, sitting in the warehouse before it even hits the shelf, and then you could have several days from the time it's it's picked before it even hits their warehouse. So, yeah. I mean, you guys are getting things, um, you know, two, three days from in the ground in, in many cases. That's versus, amazing. Versus some of the, the big guys, uh, they, they don't have the ability to do that. Wild. I think the thing that always blows my mind the most is how much more time there is as far as, as, far as freshness goes. You know, that I, you just don't assume, right? Like, I think if I buy a piece of produce, I'm like, I got a couple days tops. I got to eat those apples, right? And then I got to forget about those apples for two of the three mm-hmm. days that I'm thinking about them. Um, so it is funny to me to be like, it's amazing. And now that I'm shopping here pretty much exclusively to see how much longer my stuff lasts. So mm-hmm. hearing this, that it's arriving in like a couple days prior, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. Depending on the commodity. I mean, you literally could have, you know, weeks or more on some of the stuff, especially some of the lettuces we have, uh, yeah. locally grown lettuces and stuff yeah. as well. You know, and, it, and it's something that's really important, especially in today's day and age. Mm-hmm. Let, let's face it, the world's been through a lot of hard times the last couple of years. Absolutely. Prices are soaring. They're not going to come down really anytime soon. So to have that, the end, the end user, you know, mom and dad, the kids at home, Yeah. you know, it's it's nice for them to not have to throw it out. To, so, I mean, you're actually helping them. You're helping families by delivering that kind of freshness. So it lasts longer. Yeah. You know, it's uh, it's important nowadays. It yeah, I mean, is. it's like simple as, like, you know, there's a lot of obviously the clear nutritional value from it, but there is this, I don't think anybody thinks of happiness as a nutrient often enough. You know what I mean? Sure. As silly as that might sound to say out loud, now that I've recorded it and put it out in the ether for everyone <laughs> to judge me for it, but you know what I mean? No, like that, that kind of like level of enjoyment really matters. And especially like you said, it's been tough times. We're watching the prices go up on everything. Yep. You know, it's that little bit of, if I can get that little shred of happiness. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's so, so that's cool. something that you guys do uh, well here, better, better than anybody. You know, we have one of our other guys here, a specialty buyer, that's learning a lot today. And I called him. I said, hey, I'm about 15 minutes out. I'll, I'll be there. And he goes, this place is unbelievable. I've never stepped foot into a, a place like this. So what you guys are doing here, I mean, I don't think it's just something that that's maybe the best the the country has to offer. Yeah. I mean, the world is something that's in that conversation. It's, it's, 
fantastic what you guys do here. That's amazing. I'm, I'm proud to be a part of it, really. That's so. uh, Thank you, Ralph. I really appreciate it. I never know what to say in those moments since I'm, like, silly. I'm like, that's very cool of you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I had nothing to do with it. <laughs> I will take all of the adulation. Now. It's like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you mentioned earlier we have no warehouse. Dude, you are the warehouse. Yeah, I mean, we have, I mean, we do have a warehouse. It's our coolers. I mean, they're that big. Right. But, um, you know, it's just a, a way, and kind of kind of to double down on what you were talking about earlier about, like, just waste and shrink. Yes. You know, if you're, if you buy one bag of apples a week at Meyer, but you know that you're going to throw away half the apples at the end of the week, if you come here, those are going to last you two weeks. Right. You know, so, so you can essentially just maybe save money by not throwing away the produce that you don't eat because it's going to last that much longer in your in your cooler. That's cool. In your fridge. See, I'm learning this. I know we save the shows for everyone else, but I think we all know the show's really for me. It's just changing my purchasing habits. It's getting me new wardrobe. I'm interested. So teach me anything. Uh, <laughs> this is your first time in the store, right, Ralph? Uh, second time, actually. Okay. Second time. Okay. First so time First time in the hot seat here, though. Oh, but. that is true. Well, I mean, that's the <laughs> most important seat in the house, allegedly. The lights uh, are bright. Time he, was here, he got lost as well. <laughs> what was that, AJ? I'm sorry. He got lost as well the first time he was here. How oh. can you not? Yeah. <laughs> Did you find the Minotaur? You well, know? you know, here's a story. My, my wife loves fresh bread, and, and I, I had a tour. It was, it was a... I mean, an hour and a half, I think we walked around the store. So when we were done, I, I'm like, I grabbed a cart and I'm going to do some shopping. Yeah. I couldn't find, it took me a minute to, to find things and I couldn't find the bakery. So I was two hours in and I'm, I live in Detroit, so it's about four and a half hour drive. So I had to leave without the bread, but I'm bringing Today's it home. I'm bringing it home. This, <laughs> Honey, it's coming. I'll trade off. See, I'm going to Detroit this well. I'm technically Dearborn, but I'm going for a little uh, uh, Lebanese treat. Or wait, is it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, wait, no, am I wrong on that too? But uh, Masri Sweets up in Dearborn. It's like anytime I go for any concert in the area, I always okay. end up going home. My thing is this stuff called Kunafa, and it is out of control. It's like a almost like there's like a dessert cheese, kind of like a phyllo dough layer. Okay. It's one of the most magical treats ever. And it's now this rumor, not a rumor, it's now like part of my plan. If a show doesn't come to Cincinnati, I'm like, all right, is Detroit on the list? I love going up there, truly. Mark, yeah. you, you've got to let me know when you're coming up. I'll, yeah. Because I know uh, people in Dearborn intimately. Yeah. A lot of these stores. I mean, that might be something fun to do, uh, I even would, for this this show. That would be great. So, And I would love to not have to use my vacation time to do this. <laughs> Very interested in this, Ralph. Yeah, seriously. I mean, well, I'll cut this line out. I'm literally going up there on Sunday. So awesome. I've got awesome. a show on Monday night in Royal Oak. I don't know. But um, yeah, so that would be fantastic, very cool. Fantastic, fantastic. Oh, wow. Oh, well, that was fun. Sorry, now I'm going to derail again, too. Uh, <laughs> anything else you guys wanted to make sure that we got covered while you were here? Um, that maybe I didn't You're ask. not recording? Uh, it is recording, but I could just edit around it. Um, I mean, I don't know. I just kind of thought maybe the reason why I think Ralph is such a good fit and mm -hmm. is because of your connections with your international wife, but I don't want to say it like that. But, mm -hmm. you know, um, the, your wife is being from Zambia. You, you kind of understand, like, the story of what we're behind as well. That makes sense. Uh, I know I didn't. Uh, order well, it properly, uh, well, no, hundred percent. It makes sense. You know, here in America, you let know. Let me let me set up a toss for it real fast. Sure. Okay, so all joking aside, Ralph. Obviously, you've got uh, an interest in international as far as obviously in the business, but then on your personal life too. Like, how does that affect what you're doing? You know, in all aspects. Well, there's certain things that my wife has got to have, and she likes it when it's the freshest and the peak, especially mangoes. Oh, mangoes yeah. is a huge thing uh, for them and, and their nation. And I some of the mangoes already. that we procure, <laughs> Aiden mangoes are my personal favorite, and it's something that, that tastes like something from back home. Cool. And, and that's the thing, you know, 
people come here, you know, and, and it's great. Uh, the United States is a great melting pot. You know, I, it, it started taking what the world didn't want. And look, look what we've made. Right. You know, so how do we keep that there? Well, I think we have to have a little more understanding and go back to our roots. Mm-hmm. And that's that's where everybody comes from. So we need, we need to put a, a shine on that. And you want people to feel like they're at home. Yeah. You know, so that's something that I think, uh, you know, I get to bring every day, you know, in, in the fresh produce uh, industry. Course. So it's something interesting and it's something close to my heart. And, you know, and, and shining a light on uh, some parts of the, the world that people don't really think about. Because here in America... We don't really know how the world's really like. Right. You know, we're, we're, we're a little special, and I think we're take it for granted a little bit for what people do. So that's something sure. that, that I, I think about often, I speak about often, and try to teach guys and, and, and gals out there and, you know, try to learn things for the next generation to be better. Yeah. You know. Pop the bubble, as it were, you know? Yes, sir. Yes, yeah, because we do kind of live in that sometimes a little yes, bit. Yes, we do. We and do. it's, like, hard to it's hard to recognize when you're in yes. as well. So. Yeah, and I would just say, like, you know, being that your wife is from Zambia and you know, you you kind of understand where we're coming from as an international market as well. Mm-hmm. So what we're trying to offer to different cultures, different communities, different countries, um, we're trying to build something here that makes uh, bring a piece from home, if you yes. will. So I think you can kind of understand more than a regular sales rep, if that makes sense. Yeah, 100%. What we're trying to do. It's one of my favorite things about working here is how often I meet people that are not from the States who are mm-hmm. just like, yeah. I come here because it's the only place in the U.S. that I truly mm-hmm. feel like I get a little piece of home. Yeah. You know, I mean, or, hell, I, even as somebody who just didn't grow up here, I still think about the stuff I ate back in coast and i'm like oh remember how good pizza used to be you know uh (laughs) just like immigrants that don't speak english you know they can come here to actually uh find somebody that speaks their language that they can have a conversation i mean just i always tell people like picture yourself like if if you went to like beijing right Mm -hmm. you'd probably find like the the first american grocery store right and you would probably only go there like we want to offer that that's a great way of putting it too i love it so cool 100 100 percent is there are there any uh, particularly interesting products you get your hands on, or I say interesting maybe is the wrong word, but like unique to the American audience? <laughs> well, there, there there's certainly a lot of things. Uh, something that's getting a little bigger, uh, Rambutans. That's one, right? Uh, personal that, that, favorite. That, that's yeah. something. I mean, it, sometimes people are are scared to try things that they don't know. Yeah. In a place like this, uh, that's where you can you can actually experience it. Yeah. So walking into jungle gyms is almost like. Uh, walking into the world's gates, right? I mean, right. There, there's something from everywhere, any place, and even some of our conversations, even last night that we were having, you guys are trying to bring more, something that maybe you're not focused on or you have a little light on. How do we how do we broaden that? Right. You know, so it's it's not just uh, regions. You guys are trying to circle the globe and include everything, and that's special. I mean, that really is. So. Yeah, I love that so much. It's funny you mentioned the Rambutan. That was the first thing, mm-hmm. like my first piece I made of content when I got to the store was okay. that. Because that was always a favorite fruit of mine. Sure. And it was that one where everyone in my life was like, really? <laughs> like, it looks like... I, yeah, and I'm like, you totally can. I was like, you just... And I did a little walkthrough. I'm like, here's how you cut through it. Don't eat the seed, you know, all that yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's so delicious. It's crazy to think how many things... A, people just might not get to experience. But you, you, I think, said something really well, too, which is that this is that kind of place where you can go try it. What I always liked about your department, AJ, is that any, I mean, even as a customer, you all were always very much like, 
Like if I walked around, I, I think it was a star fruit where somebody just cut one open for me years yeah. ago on the floor. And I was like, what does this actually taste like? Like I want to <laughs> try it. And I ended up buying more, but and it so it was like twofold worked, right? Yeah. I mean, but you got me like interested in the thing. Oh yeah. I mean like, you know, if somebody's generally showing interest in stuff that they haven't had before, you know, I'll carve out like 10 minutes, five minutes and I'll walk them through. I'm like, okay, what do you want to try? Yeah. Like, you know, and they're going to leave the, with uh, a shopping cart uh, full of stuff, but they're also going to leave with a story to tell. And then yeah. they're going to tell everybody else. And they're like, yeah. And then. I yeah. bought this at Jungle Gyms. Right. It's funny we were talking about the Rambutan. There's a, a show on Netflix. I forget the name of it, but it's an outer space show. But there's a there's a scene where they're like make they're on this planet and there is a wild plant on this planet in outer space and it's a Rambutans are everywhere on. I'm like, <laughs> and working at a Jungle Gyms, like I put Rambutans right next to the apple. I'm like, you know, in my mind, like that's not a wild or a crazy or unique thing, but. That's good um, point. Yeah, it's uh, it's crazy. Like the average person, what they we what we take for granted. Yes. You know, oh yeah. Freaking here. That's so cool. God, what a crazy place, huh? <laughs> As we're saying, doing a podcast at a grocery <laughs> store right now. What, yeah. a, what a unique <laughs> position. Anyway. <laughs> I kind of like the short segments. That works, right? Okay. Uh, this next one here, this is a fun one, and I'm not even going to take her whole story. This is great. She was our next guest. Her name's Reagan. Reagan was coming in to shoot a TV show here with Jungle. It's a whole fun story. She met him on an airplane. You know what? The more I say, the less enjoyable this is going to be. So how about we just do this? Hi, Reagan. Hi, how are you? Uh, I'm doing okay mostly so far. Actually, you, look, I'm having your, this is my favorite part of the show where I'm always like, all right, we're just jumping into this raw <laughs> and we've just been sitting here hanging out to, talking about our favorite coffee. So uh, right now my tester today is a Vietnamese Saigon cinnamon oat milk latte. I think we like the packaging, right? We love, that's what I said, it's a very pretty. So even if it didn't taste good, I think I would drink it just so I could carry the can. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I, I like you already. And you had a great order. Look, we've been bonding over our mutual appreciation for matcha and matcha yes. flavored beverages. So you yep. hit up the Starbucks in store. We go, what are we drinking today? Oh, I was so excited. So I was headed to under the race car, looking for the restroom. <laughs> and to the right was Starbucks. So, oh, I was so excited. But It's like a shining light right like, on it. I was like, oh, I may be a few minutes late to the podcast, but I'm definitely going to stop and get my... So it's a venti matcha latte. And I did just switch to non-fat. So um, it's not as creamy, but it's still good. Hits yeah. the spot, does the trick. That's amazing. Well, of course, welcome to the show. Thank you for sharing our mutual love of beverages. <laughs> Tell us, explain it like I'm five. Who are you? What do you do? Why are you here oh, today? So who am I? I'm Reagan McKinney. I own my own real estate firm. We're about 30 miles east of here. Okay. So worked for a big box brokerage for a long time and then decided it just wasn't, you know, I'm, I'm not the cookie cutter. I like to, I'm very creative. I like to do things my own way. Cool. Um, like to put the people first. <clears throat> so thus Reagan McKinney real estate was born. And last year we sold almost 300 homes. We did oh over, gosh. yeah, $60 million. I have a team that makes me look really, really good. Let's just be honest here. Um, but I am blessed to do what I love. So I don't feel like I work. Yeah. Um, I get to go sell real estate every day, talk to people real, about real estate every day. Yeah. Everywhere I go, I talk to everybody, which is how I met Jungle. Um, we were on an airplane. Who are you? Okay. Hey, I know who you are, <laughs> right? Um, so that's where that cultivated from. And I also host a national TV show. It's Emmy nominated. Congratulations. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. So American Dream TV. And we're excited. We're going to feature Jungle on it next Tuesday. Oh, that's so exciting. Yeah. Well, um, I'm assuming this might not air before that happens, but I'm excited. I'll be around. I'll come poke my head in and see how it's going. That's always... 
I am very excited for you to work with Jungle in that regard because it's like, I know you already met the real Jungle, but then you'll also get a very fun version of him too. Uh, not that there's too much dissimilarity, <laughs> but you're in for a treat is where I'm going with that. Well, I felt like him and I were a lot alike. Um, we sat down and like I said, we're at, we're both you know on Allegiant. So we mm -hmm. took the cheap flight and you're, you're really close. So if we're gonna sit close for two hours, let's get to know each other, of course, right? Yeah. And had no idea who he was. And then I started, I noticed he had a little emblem on his shirt and I was like, hmm, this, and then I, you know, I Google search like, okay, same this guy. guy. Yeah. So you're jungle, I am. And then here we <laughs> went, you know, and next thing you know, we're talking about kids and, um, yeah, so it was it was fun. That's Very amazing. Cool. Well, it's tell me a little bit about American Dream. Well, I say tell me, right? Like I haven't done my research, yeah. but I'm the avatar for the audience. <laughs> uh, tell us a little bit about the show. Like, what do you do on it? So basically what it is, it's a national show. Like I said, it is Emmy nominated. So that's really exciting. And they pick local realtors or lenders to basically be um, the local, let's just say, spotlight or businesses. Yeah. So instead of them coming in, you know, out of state and trying to feature somebody, they ask us to pick people in our hometown mm -hmm. to feature and showcase because at the end of the day, the people that are supporting my business, I want to be able to give back and support them. So it gives them an opportunity to get in front on a national level. Yeah. You know, and it's aired in 70 different uh, markets. So lots of viewership and so cool. it's really cool. It's opened up a lot of opportunities. Yeah, I bet. Like what were some of the, any of those that screamed to you immediately that were particularly exciting as far as those opportunities? So it's more like the ones you don't think of mm -hmm. that have been the biggest hit because you really get to dive in and get to know people. And I think what, you know, obviously Jungle Gems is an attraction. This place sure. is amazing, but what attracted me more to Jungle was his story. Yeah. And I think a lot of people don't know where this, how this happened and you know some of the ways that he was creative with his advertising yeah that's what i think is really cool about being able to feature different parts of the business you know and there's sure. lots of businesses out there like that that there's a perception of what it is and mm -hmm. it is right but like you said there's we all have two different you know stories to yeah. tell and, and getting the 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 good one out sometimes opens up opportunities that I don't know. I just think are really cool to share. I've been thinking about that a lot here as we near our 50th anniversary as a store, which is crazy to think about, right? Like, uh, so you probably Whoa, walked past- Whoa, how's that possible? Because Jungle's not even 50, right? Right, exactly. I mean, it's crazy <laughs> that he just turned 45 this year right. and he has been building. I mean, listen, that's a testament to his work <laughs> ethic and drive for success. <laughs> well, I know when, when my assistant called to book this, they're like, um, he had a- knee or hip replacement yeah. and he was back to work the next day. Uh, yeah, um, that blew my mind a little right? bit. Yeah, I was okay. like, everything okay? And he's like, yeah, doing great. I was like, I mean, I don't dis, <laughs> I don't not believe it, but I would have been milking that. Yeah. I've been like, yeah, I'm gonna work from home for a few days. Yeah, Just call me with the numbers, yeah. you know? <laughs> I, uh, well, you know, I was going to say, uh, you may have passed, I, well, you definitely passed on your way over there, but the original stand from 1974, is right out in the store. Like we, he literally built around it. So you'll be able to see it. It's like right, right before you turned right at sushi towards the deli. Okay. There's an, well, I'll walk by when we're done just to show you, but they have like the old thing and uh, Jungle's wife, Joni, she 
uh, painted a bunch of like, there's like pictures of fruit that are up on there. And they've been up there for literally almost 50 years now. I have cold chills. I know. It's crazy. Like, to think yeah, about. This is this is the stuff that I want to be able to share yeah. with, with an audience. I literally have cold chills right now. I love that. I do. I love it. I think that it's a really cool story. You hit on something too that I really also responded with. I joke with all my friends. I'm like, oh yeah, we hit it. Jungle and I hit it off pretty easily, right? Because we were both like weird creatives <laughs> with like that. And look, my career and not that it is the same by any stretch of the imagination. I've not had that level of success, but it's the same thing in that I wanted to do things the way I thought they should be done. And I was willing to sacrifice my own personal gain in order to do the right thing. And now look at me, I'm hosting a show in the store, right? Mm -hmm. Like it kind of worked out, but I think about how, you, you know, you mentioned his like creative marketing techniques and like, it's again, 50 years into the business. And he goes three years ago, why don't we build a production studio and host a show in the store, right? There's not too many entrepreneurs that would A, have that idea, B, execute that idea, and then C, more importantly, in my opinion, invest as much time, creativity, and we're right in the front of the store. I like, it's kind I, of absurd. And it's almost one of the first things you see. So I, w I came a little early because I'm like, am I gonna be able to find it? Yeah. You can't miss it. I know, isn't that funny? <laughs> you can't miss it. <laughs> I had somebody, I forget who it was, it was like a year or so ago, but they were calling me from like right outside there. And I think I was sitting at the table and I'm kind of like, they're like, where is the studio? And I'm sitting there thinking like, is this a bit? You know what I mean? I'm like, you're about to there's be TV pranked. screaming. Yeah, I was like, there's like a huge antenna outside. outside I really window. felt that way. And then they were like, and once I saw the level of embarrassment come across their face, once they like turned yeah. two more feet to the right, I was like, I, I felt very bad. Yeah, it's after okay. that, at first I was it's like, okay. "You're this." I'm getting punked, right? I was like, "Is this?" I was like, "Did I get Ashton Kutcher on the show?" Finally, finally, you know, only twenty years late to the party, though. So I think that's really anyway. The long and short of that is that a, I always love to give Jungle as much credit as possible because. I mean, I wouldn't have this job if it weren't for his vision. Uh, he's still executing that vision. And more importantly, in this case, I really love that you're as excited about that as I am, right? Like I find it's infrequent how exciting, I don't know, I come here every day and this is like what my office looks like. And that's exciting to me. And it is, it's, it's like, there's so much to be grateful for. And like I said, everywhere I go, it's just habit. I know it drives my husband crazy because I talk to everybody. We're oh. always late to everything. Yep. I just, you know, he actually, I'm that person in the relationship it's me. too. It's yeah. Hi, it's me. That's another issue <laughs> I have. Um, I'm not Taylor gonna Swift wrote that song yeah. about us. <laughs> <laughs> but when I sat next to him, it was just, you know, yes, he's Jungle Jim. That's super cool. He's yeah. created an amazing thing, but his story is really powerful and it excited me. You know, you're getting yeah. off the, the plane to go and you're like, man, this guy set a vision, he had a plan and he's executing and he's still executing and yeah. he's delivering on the vision to, you know, all of his people to continue, you know, on with that. And I probably drived him, I drove him crazy. Um, so I'm glad he didn't like put, you know, like get a restraining order or something. Cause like, I was like, pulling like a shade I down. To switch seats with this crazy girl. Cause she has asked me everything but my blood type. Yeah. But he has just so much like wealth, wealth of knowledge. I was, I, I, when I find somebody like that, I just wanna, you know, I always say if you are, if you wanna be better, you have to be, you know, if you're, you're the average of the five people you surround yourself with. So if you are the smartest, you know, wealthiest, best person in the room, you're in the wrong room. Right. So I always try to put myself next to people that will encourage me to be better, will drive me and show me there's a way. Yeah, and take that next step. Take a next step. Yeah. That's a beautiful way to view it too. I think that's really helpful. You know, and, and talking about Jungle Story too, it's something I think that is this, it's hot take time. Uh, something I think that's a little lost right now on people, which is that 
here's a guy who saw adversity repeatedly, right? When you really dive deep in that story, mm -hmm. the early days of the jungle are really like people were just pulling the land out from under him and kind of just treating him bad in general, right? Because he was just a kid with a vision, right? And so, but then you see that this guy was just like, I'm not taking this crap from anybody. I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do. And yep. no matter what, and I think that still works in modern society, but I think people are less interested in doing it, which is, but look, in my friend circle, a lot of people reach out to me like, how do you do it? And I'm like, well, I spend 100% less time complaining about life on the internet, yep. that's step one. And I wait, I put all that energy into getting into rooms with people that are ahead of me to be like, hey, what can I learn from you? Look, you're hosting this national show. What can I learn from you today, right? You know what I mean? Right. Like, that's how it, I, I, I hope that when people listen to this, they are impressed by that, or that knowledge at least is impressed on them, right? Because it's doable. Well, I think you're definitely projecting that. And I'm really big on mindset and I'm really big on the, on the morning. What's yeah. your morning routine? What do you do? How do you get your mind right? Yeah. Um, and then your next step is, as you know, how can I, what, how can I make the day better? How can I make other people's day better? If you, if you dive into that, so I don't watch TV. I know that's weird, but I don't watch TV. I don't watch the news. I don't project anything negative. Do I have bad days? Yes. Of course. Does, yeah. you know, does things in real estate happen? Yes. Of course. Do I get stressed out? Yes. But at the end of the day, we always try, you know, right now in the real estate world, everybody's talking about, we have a shortage of inventory. We're in mm -hmm. a recession. We have high interest rates. And you know what I say to that is good, good. Because in adversity is when winners are born. And that's when that's I'm so well said. We're going to like take some market share. So, you know, anytime something's thrown at me, we say, all right, well, we could, you know, put our head between our legs and, and, and waddle on out of here. Or I can say, you know what? Okay, good. Now it's time for a, a new way and, you know, teaching my team yeah. to keep the same mindset. And you adapt to that and then you continue to find the success because instead of focusing, look, we had a few months back, we had. Now I can call him Robert. We're text friends now. But his <laughs> you would know him best as Cool from Cool and the Gang. And he oh, did it. okay. Yeah, right. Look at you. I fancy. know that was that was Whoa, a, that hello. was a great I know that was a good connect. I was just like, oh wow. Well, he was launching a champagne and he did he actually just did another event here like a week or two ago at the Eastgate store. And he had done one here a few months back. So I got to have him on the show. And he had this great piece of advice. I wish I'd gotten out of him on the interview because when we were hanging out back here, we were I was just kind of continuing what right? we talked about. And he had at one point he goes, you can count on the negative in life. You can, it's always gonna be there. You don't really need to acknowledge it. Like, like you said, we're all gonna have bad days. It's always gonna be a thing. And he was like, you have to find the thing that's good and then like run at that all the time. And it might move its direction and place. I don't know, that really just hit for me. And thinking about that, you know, you talked about how adversity um, grows winners. I, I spent a lot of my life in an art realm, right? I'm a former, you know, I'm still a musician, but it's like I do all these creative projects too. And it's funny to me because I have this whole thing lately about how, especially in like modern, like pop culture thing, like art kind of is not as good lately in my opinion in so certain regards because there's like a little too much money in it, right? Yeah. Like movies are, if you spend over a hundred million dollars on a movie, there's no way it's gonna be, a, it's not gonna change my life. Do you know what I mean? Like my husband and I talk about this because number one, I'm not a TV watcher, but when we do like- I love that by the way. We, I we think are, that's very I know. cool. And, well, he's more, he's a sports watcher, okay. but I'm just not a, t it just does nothing for me. Sure. In fact, if you wanna punish me, set me in front of the TV and make me watch it. It's just <laughs> not really my thing. <laughs> no, that's cool though. But, you know, on date night, sometimes we're like, hey, let's go catch a movie. I can't, and we, and then it always turns into there's nothing playing. Right. I can't tell you the last time we went to like a good movie yeah, where we're, we're like, like oh, this is like yeah. wonderful. So just 
I get it. Yeah, I, get it. I think about that a lot too because it's like you know I don't know a lot of like indie creators, and I'm just like the best stuff I tend to see is anybody that was like, all right, we had no money to make this. Uh, I had to come be very creative, and like really, when you think about some of the things that like really stood the test of time, the classics, they aren't like. They were things usually made under the gun by some mm -hmm. like filmmaker or creator of some sort that was just like, there is no way I can accomplish this. But instead of leaning into that, yes. they were like, I have to, you know, you have to. Well, and I think that's kind of where like my, not kind of, that is where my business was born. Is, yeah. You know, I was working for a big brokerage and, and I, you know, our visions weren't aligning sure. and I knew I could switch to another brokerage. It's going to have the same similar vision. And I was just going to go down that rabbit hole or I could say, you know what? I'm going to pull the rug out. I'm going to do my own thing. And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh my gosh, I have employees that have to feed their family. Right. I just quit my job. <laughs> and now, you know, we got to find a building. Sure. We got to set up, you know, all of the tools that require, but it really, it, it drove me and it's created who I am. And I thank God every day that I made that decision because it, it basically, it did set me back, but it's catapulted us. Right. And now we can go out and, and, you know, we have our own vision that we're living and yeah. High risk, high reward. That's right. You know, yep. I, it, somebody said to me a few years ago uh, before I came here and I was just, I was trying to lean into doing more freelance stuff in general. Cause I've been doing, you know, I've been doing a lot of like commercial work, a little film and TV. And I was also doing like production stuff on the side just to keep it going. And I love right. doing it. Right. And I, I remember talking to this, uh, another, uh, actually, well, he hasn't been on the show, but uh, a local media producer and Rudy goes, you have to leave. He's like, pull the net out, man. He's like, because so long as the net's there, he's like, you'll be fine. But it comes back to my own saying of no one tells you how comfortable a rut is. Yep. And you know what I mean? When you're in it, even you're like, oh, I'm stuck in a rut. You're like, yeah, but like hanging out is really easy, you yep. know, it pulling it out. So I think it's truly a testament to what you've done. And congratulations. It's so Thank cool. Thank you. Thank you. I wish my operations manager was here because she's been with me from the get go. Yep. Literally when we bought the building, the day we closed, I went to do the walkthrough. Um, the pipes had frozen, busted, flooded the entire oh building. Um, and I'm, when I say building, this is an old house that's like four rooms. So yeah. the, our very first location is not a building. It, it's this tiny it. little location. It floods. It I, was built. It counts. It, it counts. You know, it's like <laughs> 1980 or 30 something. But we closed on it. We mm -hmm. went in. We fixed it up. <clears throat> and I say we fixed it up. And she's always like, you really need to tell the piece between we bought it and we fixed it up. So our first several months, we literally had no floors. Oh so gosh. it was just, they had to pull all the floor joists up. So on top of the new floor joists was just... We literally had like dirt floors. I had no desk. I didn't have stairs. We had a giant dumpster from the previous owners. Literally got her chair out of the dumpster. Oh my gosh. That I was, love it. We still have. It's hey. in the basement. We have, we all have, we're, we're good now. Yeah, yeah, no, no, But it, it really, we always talk about like how far we've came. Yeah. You know, on. And from, then, dumpster from dumpster chairs. From dumpster chairs to, you know, being top in the state. That's amazing. Top in the market. Yeah. You know, so it it's humbling and. Reminds us. So we keep that chair just so we know. Remember when you used to sit in that, Christy? Yeah, exactly. She's like, I unfortunately think about it every day. I will day. never go back to that chair, Reagan. I will never go back to that chair. Oh, huge shout out to Christy today. You yes. deserve the love. Uh, I want a dumpster chair now. I will hook you up. That would be I awesome. Listen, I need that kind of inspiration. I, it, truly, you really have brought a lot of inspiration. This was a really great, I'm glad this happened. I was, you know, like every interview and I don't know the person up front, I'm like, you know, you're just reading websites and emails. Yeah. You're like, oh, hopefully I figured this person out. Uh, this has been really, really, I really, really appreciate getting to meet you because you've been very warm and like very inspiring. And I, I love getting to have opportunities to speak with people like yourself because there's so much to learn from it. And for someone like me that just occasionally needs that extra push of like, keep pushing, you know, keep going. Well, I think this is really cool what you're doing. And I'm very grateful for the opportunity. Oh my gosh, anytime. I got the email. I was like, 
oh my gosh, what? <laughs> oh, this is so exciting. This is like the best part of the week. So I very, very excited. I had debated asking Jungle down here, but I was thinking that I was like, that would maybe ruin the potential for everything that you were making on there. I didn't want to ruin, I didn't want to spoil any questions or Thank jokes. Or like, because we like, some fun stuff. Planned. I'm and sure. And he has the questions, so there's nothing. Oh, that, I mean, it's mainly just an opportunity to share yeah. a story. That's so, so cool. Yeah, and I'm, I'm grateful I get to do it. Yeah, I'm excited to see that episode. Oh my gosh. Um, what else have you got coming up here aside from... So the big thing- Are you going to wear a costume to match jungle? That's the real question. Well, that's what I was going to ask. What should my attire be? Oh, I'm trying to think. I have a feeling, I feel like often the TV show attire for him is usually the wizard costume. Okay. So maybe if you have like a magic wand or like okay. a, a top hat, maybe that's the, you know, like a magician's Good hat. Good to know. Um, I feel like the two most common costumes I see lately are that one. And he has like, a, they call him steampunk jungle, but it's like kind of like, you know, a lot of gears and cogs and okay. that kind of stuff. Okay. Uh, but I feel like Wait, Inspector Gadget like? A little bit. Like, okay. yeah, but like imagine the way I always try to describe it to people is <laughs> this is so mean. I'm so sorry, <laughs> nerds. Um because <laughs> like I am one too, but they're like a step too far for me. Imagine <laughs> if like in the 1930s we went solely blimp travel and you let the people that would still think okay. that would be cool decide on okay. uh, uh how should I say I, fashion? I, I have the vision. Yeah. I have the vision. Exactly. A lot of festivals, okay. you know what I mean? Uh <laughs> I, I like it. I like but, it. Good. His costume rules. And uh, no, but I feel like the wizard one shows up the most in this okay. instance. So I feel like that'll be the thing. But don't quote me. If I can, if I can find out day of, I'll drop shoot, a little. Shoot me. I'll, I'll, like, I, will, I want to be like on a first name basis. So I'm going to give you my number. That sounds awesome. <laughs> oh, thank you. I appreciate that. And hey, of course, if you've ever got anything going on that you want to push, come on back. I okay. mean, we'd love to do it. And if you have an idea, if there's ever something you ever wanted to do in a grocery store, same thing. Absolutely. I'd love to be that guy for you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. This has been a lot of fun. Yeah, it has been a lot of fun. Well, yeah. congratulations. Good luck. I can't wait to see what you all make with Jungle this week. <laughs> be hilarious. <laughs> Thank you. You're a retreat. All right, I'm going to cut. All right. Well, that was a fun story. We appreciate your time, Reagan. And hey, go make sure you subscribe and check out her show. It's going to be a lot of fun. That way you can see Jungle in the wizard costume again, one of my favorite outfits. I was right, by the way. I guess that that's what he would wear. And then that was what he totally wore to shoot in. <laughs> oh, what a great time here. Hey, now, look, I hope you all have a great Thanksgiving. If you celebrate, uh, if you're out there, just get together with people that you care about. Hopefully they're people you care about. And if not, I recommend don't get together with people you don't care about. In the meantime, I don't know what I'm going to do. Maybe eat some turkey. Maybe I'm going to get stuffed. Oh, hey, here's a great idea. When this episode's done, I'm going to put up this video right here. You can actually watch it right after this. So tune in, check that out. Thanks for your support. In the meantime, I'll be out there in the aisles. <laughs>